Is this uh, live? You're putting on the we're, we're gonna. I'm gonna go home and edit it. Oh, you will. And by edit it, I mean if you have things we need to cut out, I'll cut them out. Um, and then I'm gonna cut this part out too. No, no. I, I, I think you got the him asking. Is this live? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I think that just needs to be the cold yeah, open. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey. And welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Who. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm Luke. Ben. Jay. Hey, Jay. Oh, Jay, what's going on? <laughs> what is going on? So, um, yeah, we uh, we finished the season, a full season. We did. We did. Good job. 30 yep. games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, not 28. That's yep. for sure. And that, that 30th game. It's pretty, pretty good. Uh, I, I probably would not have chosen it differently. Uh, <laughs> no, n- neither of those games. I would, I would have not. Tr- I would not have done a thing differently. No, no. How about you? Do you have any regrets on those two games? You know, I wish we would have had nine goals and zero against, not one goal scored against us. But uh, no, I mean that's amazing for us to, you know, our guys have scored nine goals in the semifinals and finals in the postseason, um, and set all kinds of records for semifinals and then the final winning three zero like that and. Um, I think it's really cool. You could tell the guys were the guys were up for it, and home field, uh, you know, really helped. And uh, obviously, we earned that with the regular season title as well. So, fans, a lot of uh, a lot of support from uh, the fans, and it was uh, that final atmosphere was amazing. And let's hope we can, yeah, get that into every game, and because uh, it was you could just feel the energy and the guys' excitement level in an hour before the kickoff, and hopefully we can. Uh, we could just, you know, bottle that up and have that every single game. Uh, that's what, you know, that'd be a great goal of uh, mine for the for the fans and supporters. It was it was amazing. It was awesome. Yeah, um, I will say, both Ben and I failed to realize that uh, Tucson scored. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, after the like, we were both convinced at the end of the game it was a six nothing. Just hadn't noticed because the stadium didn't quiet yeah. down for it. Like yeah, that's like, funny. You're right. It kind of just felt like let's get yeah. the ball in the net. Let's kick okay. off. Yeah. Good, good for yeah. Charlie. Good for Charlie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. It was kind of one of those moments. Like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, let's, let's, let's uh, score again. Yeah. 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 Uh, two more times. Uh, I I want to. Just bring it way, way back. Uh, obviously, we brought back a lot of the core people from from last season. Um, a lot of the core players from last season. Obviously, you stayed on. Um, Joel left for uh, was he Monarchs? Yep. Yeah, the yeah. team formerly known as the Real Monarchs. Yes. Um, now Salt Lake Two. Um, yep. Uh, and. We brought back that, uh, brought in Bobby, and it felt like we kept a lot of that same culture. But how did how did you envision the culture growing, and how did it actually actually evolve uh, in, through the course of the season? Um, yeah, I mean, I think year uh, year one was obviously a great year for us, and it was uh, incredible. And even though with COVID. It was um, 
it was challenging, but we uh, we had a great year, and then obviously year two, um, that was more. I think the the hard part is getting the the personnel right and the culture right and the just the the style of play right, the identity right, all of those things, kind of on the field, off the field, making sure all that stuff is right. And so we got that right in year one. So year two, it was more for me about um, adding quality. Um, you know, just adding, adding, just kind of tweaking the team a little bit and adding some quality. And I think I've told people before, like in year one, we had more, we led the league in shots. It wasn't even close. And we were, I think, second in all of USL beyond Phoenix in shots. Crosses, we were number one in uh, all leagues, and it wasn't close, uh, the USL. So, I mean, we statistically, we were uh, in, like, we led the USL in, like, almost every attacking category except for the main one that counts goals. We were, like, middle of the table. And um, so I knew creating chances wasn't a problem, but we needed, uh, you know, we needed forwards. And so, you know, like, that was that was – Part of adding quality is, is adding that. So we uh, yeah, we added Greg Hurst and added Connor Doyle, and um, you know those two guys were like very key pickups to the, to the team. So it was it was adding quality so we could you know and I, they have to be the right guys, and, and that is hard sometimes because we do have a special bond with this team, as you can see. If, if the last couple of years was amazing, but it was making sure it's hard to, to add new players to a team that has a special bond. You're worried both ways. You're worried for the new guys are. They gonna fit in? Are you know they gonna you know you know mess with our guys? But you're also worried about the returning guys. Are they gonna accept those guys? Or you know are they gonna look at as these guys are taking my position or my spot? And you know you have no idea what we went through in year one. Things like that. And those are obviously huge concerns. So even though I want that quality, they still had to be the right person. And uh, yeah, Greg and Connor were were they're wonderful people. I've known Connor for and his family for 11 years now, 12 years. So I knew I wasn't. Uh, guessing there, and then obviously he knew Greg for a teammate for a couple of years, and and vouched for Greg. And once you get to know Greg, it's you know he's he's a good person. So we're big was, fans here on the yeah. pod. He's a regular guest. And, Is he? Uh, he's a future media star. Uh, he's like he's uh, great on the mic. Uh, <laughs> Objectively a good. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's got accounts calling him all kinds of things out there. But he's for sure one of the most savvy guys on our team. So I could see that he's he's pretty savvy. He's hilarious. He's one of those guys that. You know, if like something happens and it's pretty funny, like maybe only half the people notice it, and it's like really, really funny. And he, you know, he probably did, was up to it and did something like that. He's uh, he's that guy, but he's uh, yeah, he's amazing, awesome person. So yeah, that was that was the trick in year two is getting getting quality, but making sure the quality fit in, um, and and knew what were our expectations were and what we had, and so that was that was huge. And obviously, we had more we added more pieces after Graydon Connor. Um, you know, with several new additions, but that was a start for me. It was year two. How can we have quality and fit in? And obviously, it it worked out. It was it was amazing. So you bring in a guy like Firmino, who uh, got a player on our team sent off and then scored a goal against us. Is that something like you have to address, or is it like all laughs? Like <laughs> that's what was Nick the one that got Ethan sent yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's according to Ethan. That's how it happened. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I mean, I knew that. You know, Ethan got a red card that game, but I didn't know Nick was the one. I do know Nick scored the goal at the very end of the game, yeah. and I do know Nick took the free kick and scored a great goal, and they called it back, and, it was, and then he hit one like it's still probably traveling yeah. uh, over the parliament there. Um, he missed the next one. But, um, 
um, yeah, I mean, he's, I know, I didn't, it's, we, it's funny, I didn't, you know, because, yeah, it is, you know, you're taking players within the league, so, like, obviously, yeah, you mentioned Nick coming from New England and having a game against us, uh, where we're scoring and involved in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a card, and Greg and Connor, like, we didn't, you know, it did, it was chippy down in Chattanooga, we only played him once down there, and, oh, yeah, that's, it, it, that's it, a pretty brutal game, I forgot about yeah. that one, yeah, and, <laughs> you know, Damia broke his ribs, and uh, after the game, like, yeah, guys were not happy, and it was, you know, both teams were kind of benches cleared, and so, but no, we, it, it, it's funny, I never really, never addressed it and never talked about it, or, you know, I think guys see like anyone else, right, when we sign guys where they're from, or like, oh, this guy's coming here, that guy, but for the most part, uh, no, it goes back to the acceptance piece, and uh, the acceptance part of it, and um, our guys are awesome, you know, our guys are, you know, very acceptive, and um, you know, culture is great and everything's inclusive, and I think it was uh, it was great. It was they may joke about it, you know, themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it sounds like like they have, but yeah. no, I didn't see anything like that. It's uh, but we did take was that the so we had those three. Um, don't know if anyone else. Travis number the, one. Travis number one. Although he didn't come directly from another USL club. Yeah, that's true. But Amir. Um, yeah, he never played against these guys. Yeah. So I think well, those three might be the only ones. Kevin did not. Amir did not. John Murphy did not. Um, John Murphy. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I, I think, but yeah, those three stick yeah. out as far as in coming from directly well, from other. Greg never actually played against us because he was he was injured in that game. Because I'm pretty sure. Had ribs been broken in that game, his also would have been broken, and that would have been a very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, not not to say that he he pops off, but. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, I don't know. Well, I'm not, I'm not on the field. I don't know how much he talks or how much he doesn't talk. But if, if he does talk, he backed it up because he scored a lot of goals this year. Yes, yes, he did. So speaking of Chattanooga, I, it's two parter. You bring in Yoskar, Jaime. What was the sort of talk us through that, how those guys fit in? And then I want to talk about the game in Chattanooga. That's probably the wildest game we played all year, right? Uh, yeah, that sure. was not one night. I, I felt I was bad luck being there. <laughs> That's right, you were there. Um, yeah, Yoskar and Jaime, um, incredible. Um, you know, I have two, two Nebraska guys, uh, two 18 year olds. One, obviously, Yoskar from Lexington, Jaime from Sioux City. But I want to get a couple of those guys involved. And kind of like we talked about also in year two, it was me. Uh, not just that in quality, but I wanted to start now that our team was established, we could actually, you know, have that because um, we have that leadership within the team. We can bring in young guys like that, and so it was it was amazing to watch those guys um, really train every day and develop. And it's such a cool thing for those guys to be in a professional setting and like the professional setting. Like we won everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right, guys, like, like, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. It was not cool, like they're it was, scuffling down no, there. Right? Like, I, I had never really met. You know, I've talked to Jaime's mom before. Um, you know, obviously, I brought both those kids to. Um, San Antonio. Yeah, um, yeah I loved. Spoke. I loved that the picture I took of them like was used in all the announcements and stuff. Awesome. I made them recreate it for me after <laughs> with their medals on. I I'll post it later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no. So I, I had talked to and I had known Jaime for a while and I knew his coaches for a while. Uh, Jose is a big influence in his life and his, I've talked to his mom and so I've known Jaime for a while but I've never actually talked to um, his dad and it was a cool moment after uh, after the game, um, the championship game. Um, you know, a gentleman came and. And long after the game was over, maybe an hour after the 
game was over and he said Coach Mims and he introduced himself and it was Jaime's dad and like it took me I took a double take first of all because he looks like he's like 20 <laughs> so I'm like wait a minute, did you say Jaime's dad and I said yeah yeah and I said so he's very very uh, young and um, but he was just he was like almost in tears of like I just wanted to thank you for you know believing in my son and having my son out here and training with the guys like he tells me every day how much he loves him and how much he's learning and uh, I just, I, this is a dream come true. I can't believe he's able to do this. And so that's what it's all about. That's kind of cool. I mean, that's a, that's a special, yeah. mo- it's a special moment. And we know that we we're going to win everything and win the league and win the championship. No, but at the same time, like for those two kids, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> it's like, I mean, they couldn't have, it couldn't have worked out any better for those kids. And, no. and, uh, and they're good. Those guys could have scored. Uh, he should have he taken that shot. He, I he, told him as much after the game. Was that uh, North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, at home. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh Yoscar. Well, he had, and then you know people got to see him against Bellevue, and uh, yeah. I mean he yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, he's, I mean, there, and that's the thing. Like these guys, it's not. I'm not just feeling. Uh, you know, I want guys that can help us too. Yeah. And like you mentioned, like yeah, Yoscar, you saw his special qualities. Like, he's special. And then yeah, Jaime played played a game. I mean, he played <laughs> yeah. seventy five yeah. minutes. No, he yeah, he no, came into that game, and honestly, knowing that he'd been probably rushed into service uh, quickly for that travel. <laughs> It, the way he performed in a first ever in a very hostile environment because incredible it was incredible. I mean for a 17 year old coming into that and I mean we were heckling back and forth with their group but they brought out extra numbers for that game yeah it was a and great atmosphere he, he, he played Played very well for a first ever debut. Oh, it was incredible! But how long had he been? How long had he been with you guys training before that? Uh, not long. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we had enough. some we had some COVID challenges and um and and then that position and so it was you know we we looked at a couple of different I looked at a couple of different things we could have set up our team but the most uh, efficient one probably for us and the most effective was putting him in and I know what kind of person he is and what kind of player he is he doesn't care and that's what you yeah. saw there like he's, he's not going to be a guy that gets scared and panics and thinks oh my god in the moment he was too so big. calm he didn't, yeah, yeah. He was don't, don't get me wrong like, he made he made a couple mistakes he made yeah. some mistakes yeah. <laughs> but it was not from oh my gosh uh, the moment's too big for me it's just no he made mistakes because he's a, a kid that was literally yeah. playing high school soccer not too long ago and he's playing against yeah, you know, he guys should have been like a training camp for his college yeah. program yeah. right like, yeah 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 and so nice. he got and he got thrown into like everything playing from, like, top of the table class yeah, yeah I mean we're looking for I'm trying to find our book on set pieces so he can like on the airplane he has to I had to quiz him I picked him up that morning of the to, for the flight to make sure he doesn't miss his flight so I picked him up I you know I gave him a little pop quiz did you study this just to make sure and he knew everything and like he was like yeah no problem coach I went over it and like he was like just one of the guys shows up at the airport he's like yeah I'm here and it was really cool for him and then he, yeah we, he plays and starts the game and it's uh I mean literally he comes out it's zero zero and, it, yeah. and he's, he's, he really he was not at fault on the goal he made he made like one or two mistakes I wrote a lot about it at the time yeah, yeah he wasn't it, in for the goal yeah Can't it, be a fault. yeah it seemed like it seemed like you guys maybe change some of the things you did in the back so he wasn't taking like the 30 or 40 touches a game that your center backs are normally taking, but like that seems pretty reasonable. No, but That's the like cha- a pretty reasonable tweak for he was he was coming up very big for a lot of those challenges. He was and brave. 
Yeah, he had some big serious blocked, spots blocked in early on in the game. And, uh, yeah. yeah, he started cramping like in the 60th minute, and we went on the. Like, he was not doing well, but it's like, come on, let's get through it. Yeah. And then they finally like, like that was one of his legs, and then both his like calves and both his hamstrings were out, and they like carried him off, and and he was crying like on the bench, and like, what? It's okay. He's like, I let you down. Like you didn't let me down. You played, you played against men. Uh, you played against the yeah, best at the time. Things about Chet, yeah. but no one says they're not grown ass. Yeah, like, I mean, they're men, and they're like they're at the time they're like the they are the best attack team in the league and it's like you just played against the best attacking yeah. team in the league and there were men on the road in a hostile environment and it's zero zero you, like, shut well, out? you, you did yeah yeah you did fine acquitted I mean, yourself fantastic. that's probably the first uh i mean aside our first quick uh travel fatigue game he's had to do i mean you went took him down to san antonio yeah. but that yeah. that you had time he was playing against people probably with his own in skill like set. the middle of the season right yeah. like i can't like yeah. but yeah. Th- no, this, this was, was uh, yeah yeah this was it was he was he university of san diego's got to be pretty excited about I, uh, I i will say one of my favorite moments of the entire season was after he won the championship uh obviously out celebrating there's crawford fight going on that night and a lot of people who were there watching the crawford fight talking to them um and they're like, oh, so didn't know there was a pro team in Omaha, which I, we run into that everywhere. <laughs> but really excited, won, won the cup. And it's like, oh, well, is there anybody from here on the team? And Ito's walking by, um, Yoskar's walking by at, at that point, um, heading out for the night because obviously. Past curfew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but I, I point him out, and he's like, he's 17 from Lexington. And the just, like, eyes open. It's like, we've got kids that are able to win national championships, like professional national championships coming out of Nebraska. Like, that... Well, well he would have won one anywhere, right? Oh, yeah. Iowa, Iowa, his, I mean, buddy, his buddy from Lexington won a junior won one, and uh, well, I lost. Uh, yeah. I-80 seems to be very good through this stretch. Uh, I mean, you've got yeah. uh, the Menace won USL2. You've got Reavers won. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. then Union Omaha. But look forward to your range uh, in the cup. I mean, come on, Scott's Bluff. we got to start going. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he's he's. They're amazing. Uh, yeah, Yoskar and uh, Jaime are great, great, great additions, and we hope to keep on, uh, you know, increasing that number. You know, that's what it's all about is giving these kids opportunities that um, they uh, they they haven't had. We haven't had this. You know, we haven't had a pro team, and it's you know, college has all these rules, and for you know, for get to have high school kids come out and even just train. You know, whether we you know we add more for next year or just in a regular basis training. Again, COVID has you know changed a lot of things of how we do it, but. Just giving these kids an opportunity, and now you know the feedback. You know now they're celebrities amongst their peers, yeah, and so they understandably they, yeah. sure looks like that on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> and they and they want to come. Uh, you know they want to train and hang out. So it's it's incredible. Uh, yeah, the, the people and it's funny. You know, segue into we have an open tryout this weekend. And I looked at some of the list, and yeah, it's like you know we're the first year we did it, it was. Mostly people over the age of 20, 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of wannabes. I think a couple sixty-year-olds we had. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty unique. And I looked at just a, a glimpse at it, uh, and it was mostly kids under the age of nineteen. Love it. And That's so awesome. I, I think uh, you know some of that is too. Like, hey, I got a chance because these guys are doing it, and. Um, you know, it just yeah, it's it's great. I, I mean, it's, that's I'm, that's a proud moment for me because I want to have Nebraska guys. I want to have 
academy type kids that are uh, that are good enough that can be in this environment because it helps them. But you got to have good pros with it, and we have we have some you know great pros that are older guys. I mean, well, Sosa, maybe the best. Sosa, maybe the best, yeah, maybe, the best. <laughs> maybe the best times two. The double. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Sosa, Connor Doyle. Like, we have a couple guys that are like they really know how. Great, you know, give you an example. It was awesome. Like we had, you know, they, one training session. Yoskar was, uh, you know, no one's gonna take it easy as far as in yeah. how it is. And we have, you know, I don't have to mention names, but we have a competitive group, and we have what? a couple guys. No. <laughs> we have a couple guys that are really, really, really competitive, and they just run their mouth a lot, and they talk, and they like, and then Yoskar wasn't having his best day in training, and he was on maybe, you know, a, a team that they weren't winning games, and you know, he wasn't great that day, and. He was, uh, you know, it was it was hard for him, and he was like, "Oh, that's just the environment that you need to be in." And it's like everything was every third word was a curse word at him, like yelling, like, "Come on, don't lose the ball!" And it was just he was having one of those days, and you know, I think it was Greg that you know picked him up in between uh, uh, you know practice drills and basically gave him a hug, like, "Man, it's all right, man," and just kind of laughed and smiled, and Yosker just looked at him like. It is. It's like, yeah, man, who cares? They're just, don't worry about those guys throwing F-bombs at you. Like, hey, you know what? You're a good player. Don't worry about it. And it was kind of cool. Like, but that's the, that's learning. That's, that's learning how to be a pro in those situations. So it was, we have, we have some great guys, I think, recognize that, hey, you know, it's not easy to be that young and come into a team, the best team, and train and play every day and, uh, you know, away from their regular lives. And so we have some guys that recognize that because if you don't, it is hard. It's it's harder for those guys if they're not accepted or if they're not um, you know approached in a way mentally and but we have the right guys. You do have to have you can't just throw eighteen year olds on your team if you don't have the right leadership within the team. So that is important. Yeah, I, I'm excited you're talking about that open tryout because seeing uh, old guys like Faraday and and Connor Doyle out there, I mean. I've been hitting the gym. I feel like I can make it. <laughs> Experience. I'm not going to say old. Oh, that's great. No, uh, there's no way in hell I would ever, ever put myself through that kind of pain. I, what I found when I was at the, the ones in 2019 is I was like, I would be so afraid of letting down the guys who really think they have a shot yeah. that I couldn't go out and handle it. Yeah. That's funny. I always tell my buddies in men's league, like, man, I always have, like, a friend that, like, gets hurt. Or I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh, I broke my nose in men's league. I did I'm like, what are you doing? Like, there's two rules that you have to have in men's league. One, you don't jump. <laughs> and then two, you don't sprint. Like, it's not very hard. Like, yeah. go play in your men's league, but don't jump and don't sprint. Those and are it's like, rules. oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of building a team, right? Like, you know, you had almost a year to scout for year one. Um... So this is another two-parter, right? But okay. first part is, what are you doing for scouting these days? Like, is it, are you able to stay on top of things? Like, are you able to find the next crop of high school kids? Like, guys from college you want to target? Like, in a high-level, you know, non-proprietary sort of way, how are you okay. staying on top of what's going on out there? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I mean, you got to be passionate about it. I mean, for me, yeah, I, I went to a, a ton of Iowa Western games this year, Creighton games, UNO games. I went to high school games. Um, you know, club games, I was out. So, I mean, number one, you, yeah, you got to have a passion. Um, so, and then two, it is difficult because, I mean, I, I can't be everywhere. And so I think hopefully um, right now it, it is. We wear, we wear a ton of hats and it kind of is what it is, but you hope 
as the club grows and as this uh, city continues to support it, that well, you, you end up having like a, a scouting team and a, and a scouting budget and things like that. So you heard it here first, guys. More uh, support means Jay gets a scout. So <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, you guys available? Um, so oh wait. gosh, you know I'm terrible at this, Jay. Come on. <laughs> wait, wait. Are, are you going to send me to Jamaica? Uh, I the places I've been in Jamaica, I can send you there. I don't think it's resort friendly. But, it, is uh, it going to snow tomorrow in Jamaica? No, that's not. I, I, I can promise yeah. you that. Um, but um, yeah, but I think it, it is tough. Scouting's. Uh, but I, you have to enjoy it. I love it. I really, I like identifying players. I like finding guys that are uh, under the radar, guys that have a chip on their shoulder. Uh, but I also, I mean, who doesn't like watching in, in incredible players play? But so I, you have to like it first of all, and really love doing it. And um, and my background in college, I mean, that's a lot of it. A lot of people don't like college because they have to recruit and scout. Where professional, it's a little bit different. It's, you know, it's it's networking. It's talking to people. It's you know, you have so much so much software now. Uh, with all these software programs where you can pull up literally, I call it a sleep deprivation, like a <laughs> deprivation tool of like, you can literally pull up, oh, defensive midfielder, um, then this uh, in the continent of Africa, and only right foot it, and I want to see clips <laughs> of only right him sometimes? intercepting passes, <laughs> and this part of the field, only in games where they're losing by a goal, like, you can, I mean, the software is really, really good, but at the college level, I mean, you're, you're still going out, and you're watching games in person all the time, and so that's why some people don't like college, that's why I like college, because I really like the, the, the process of scouting, the process of finding someone, the process of talking to their family, talking to the person, building a relationship. And so I think that's helped me in this, uh, you know, grow this because the USL still is, you know, it's still a league that's relatively, and our league is, you know, two years old, three years old. So, um, yeah, you gotta, you got to like that stuff. So I think, Ben, it starts with just enjoying it first. And you, you, have to, you have to enjoy it. And then secondly, yeah, I, 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 you got to have, you know, at least a vision of what you want. And, you know, you got to know what, what you want. And, they, yeah, you're right. I had about eight or nine months before that first year, and I had a you know, I had a vision of what I wanted and what I wanted to accomplish. And I saw um, the list of players, and yeah. I referenced it against, you know, the MLS draft, and, yeah, yeah, it was impressive. Oh, yeah. It's impressive that, like, Jay had nobody above the second round but had, like, 15 guys who were third or fourth round picks. <laughs> like, just nailing the talent level on it. Yeah. So ben, I have that list I can share. Yeah. Ben, I, I appreciate it. Ben's referring yeah, to, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I kind of on my own kind of did a, uh, basically our own invitation only kind of combine where I basically uh, went across the, you know, like networking across the country and went and traveled from coast to coast in a car and basically uh, identified about, it's about 130 players. Um, 100, 140 players to come to a uh, to Omaha and basically invite them here for a couple of days and then take a look at them and literally mailed and Ben was part of the process helping me mail every single one of these things out. Got to use those mail merge skills. Uh, uh, yes, mail yeah, merge skills. I, I remember heckling Lachlan. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and we got um, and out of it we had about 35. So do the math. We probably had about 20. 30% maybe of uh, maybe a little, it was a little less than 30% of the people that uh, came and most probably like 90% at least uh, got back to me and uh, the ones that funny didn't, I probably heard from them like a year later. Or six <laughs> yeah, yeah, later. right. Like, still interesting. Uh, yeah, but it, it was, it was a, what an amazing weekend and um, it was so cool and it was, you know, first time I put something on like that and obviously I had to have, you know, help and Ben was a huge part of that and a lot of other people. It was, it was awesome. Sort of like, we had uh, 35, 36 guys and it was co so cool and yeah, you know, people were there watching. We had the parliament there, the drums and 
it was, and yeah, and that's the, you know the Evan Conway story of. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. God, the guy I mean, hasn't stopped scoring since that uh, <laughs> since that tryout. So yeah, I mean, he had cool. his injury, and then he just came back like nothing ever happened. Insane, <laughs> like better than ever. Yeah, he's and never I, he's never scored like that in college or. And no. it's funny when you sit out. Like, obviously, it's a lot of credit to you know him and the rehab process and how diligent he is about it, and the doctors and the surgeons and our medical team. Justin's amazing. Uh, we have some amazing people, but I will tell you, sometimes when you sit out like that, you really appreciate like, oh my gosh, like playing, and you really appreciate like, oh my gosh, Certainly this came thing. out in the final a little hungry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> too hungry. Um, but uh, yeah, Rich you, was killing him on the blog. I was like, man, come on, this is our guy. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you uh, and I think he that really helped him as far as in like it sucked, and, you know, for him yeah. to sit out and every day like be with us and do rehab like that and. He had like a yeah. You saw the fire. I mean, he had that. Yeah. We had to medically get him right. And it sucks because Chattanooga was that first game where you know obviously I'm glad I you know everything worked out I mean, and I did it the way we did it coming off an injury. But Chattanooga was that first one and we only got him like eight nine minutes. And I wish you know I wanted to have a fully healthy squad like that's good. That, that was we one we of those uh, games where he roasted you on subbing. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, sure. Evan, 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 couldn't, Evan wasn't fit. He couldn't play that game. We got him eight minutes, yeah. and so that was. And then the next game, he got like sixty minutes, and and yeah. then and then yeah. after that, you could see from then making sure he, everything's okay and everything was yep. fine. And then after that, it was full throttle ahead. And yeah, he was amazing. I mean, he scored. And, I mean, he scored all the time. I think he's played. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, his, his goal scoring record is really, really good. But that was one of the things I loved about him, of, that he, uh, you know, every time I watched him uh, at Milwaukee and every time I saw him, like, he was always around the goal and he always had a nose for the goal. And then you saw it at the Invitational Trial with good players there. As you mentioned, there was a lot of players there that were are playing in this ones league. still playing in the yeah, league. Yeah, keepers that are playing this league. And so, and then he's done it here. But, yeah, I can't say enough good things about Evan. Evan's, Evan's the man. Well, I mean, one thing to say about your selection of Evan and then bringing Greg on, Greg scored a lot of goals for us. Scored a lot of goals overall in the league. Finished I think 14. I, 14, I think 14. 14, yeah. yeah. Uh, by, by the end of the – 13 in the regular season, yeah. 14 by the he end just of the – I don't he just know. What did, Evan, in, what did Evan end up One less. What, whatever it was, it was one yeah, less than Greg. 13? Yeah, yeah, Whatever it was, but it was one less than Greg. Greg's goal drought coincided with Evan's injury. Yeah. Like, you picked, you picked the perfect – striker pair if they both maintain throughout the entire season because they were you could tell it's just like i'm gonna catch you no i'm gonna catch you yeah i'm gonna catch you yeah people forget though i mean i know but other people forget of like we like it was just starting to click with evan and greg early in the season it was oh amazing gosh. we put them on so we had the one of those crazy road stretches in the beginning of the season <laughs> that we had and so we i brought evan and greg off the bench in boston and they came on with like 25, 30 minutes left, and they changed the changed game. The whole and it, game. Was, it was zero I zero. Do, and, I do remember that. And uh, <laughs> they came on. I was like, and then after that game, it really hit me. Like, man, we have two forwards that are like they're going to cause people problems and things yeah. problems. Then we played the Greenville game on short rest, and we didn't look great. They didn't look, and they both played. I think the whole game, and it was hot. It was a Sunday afternoon. It was a midweek. Like we just had that game in Boston. A lot of travel. And I, it, it just it didn't look right, and then that's when the injury was occurring to Evan. He didn't feel right, and that's really it until yeah. we got him back towards the end. Like, that was it. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, obviously they saw the home game, the very first game of Tormenta, and, you know, so we didn't yeah, have a ton. We didn't have a ton with them, but, uh, yeah, when you did, when you saw those guys together, I mean, yeah, they're a pain in the ass to play against. I mean, they, they, they both run. They both work. 
They both are wanting to score. They're both are wanting to get behind teams. They're always on the front foot. It's like I would hate to play against those guys all the time. And our, our backs, probably a good reason why our backs are, are really good because they play against them every day in training. Yeah. Well, I forget where I was talking to Greg and, like, Someone was like, oh, it's a real Greg Hurst goal. And it's like one where he like got behind and like scored. He's like, I can do other things. Now. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. He's like really upset. He wasn't really upset. It was Greg, right? But he was like a little offended. He was like being shoehorned into that. But he scored a lot of those goals where it was like one on three, right? And he's like scoring. Well, yeah. Connor, I remember early on, I mean, Connor, Connor Doyle's vision is sick, and Connor a couple times, uh, yeah, I mean, they have a great connection. You could see it right away when practice, when we got in preseason, those two had a great connection from Chattanooga, and uh, yeah, I remember a couple of the early goals. I mean, Connor's uh, vision was amazing, and they just, you know, they're on the same page, and Greg takes a look, and yeah, I mean, the first goal, the, the Tormenta goal was amazing. It was, I think it was the first game of the year, and, you know, people thought, you know, if you weren't paying attention, it was just like a clearance over the top, and no, like yeah. Connor, Connor checked his shoulder like three times in the clip and looked, I mean, literally three times. Greg's already running before, and so it, that was a pass. And it's like yeah. people that don't know Connor, like, oh, it's not. It's like, I mean, oh, Connor, it's on a diet, Connor, too, right? Connor's like, soccer IQ, he's on a, he's on a, he's playing a different. There, there's he's, a I, as he's Bobby liked to say, I think he's playing Bobby's analogy. I think he is a lot. It's uh, he's playing chess, and everyone else is playing checkers. <laughs> like yeah. Connor's, uh, Connor's brain is uh, on a different level, and I'm just, I'm thankful he's here. So. That, that sounds like a Bobby. Say, <laughs> it's got a lot of analogies. Uh, obviously, talking uh, Conway, bring up injury. Ben's favorite player from the 2020 season, Ethan. Oh, yeah. Took that <laughs> really, really hard knock in Tucson, um, where I believe that sprained his MCL. Yeah, yeah, he strained his MCL. That's a tough injury, it, and that's an injury he's had. To shout pass. out to shout out to Riley, still complaining today about his MCL strain from college. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough injury. Uh, that's what I mean. That's what I, I mean. told him. It was just he's sitting I, in a chair I think too much. Obviously, man, I obviously, I know what we had to deal with, but it's like Ethan was one of our. He was our one of arguably yeah. our best player on our team yeah. in the in our in our I, season. I made a lot of arguments. He was the best I, player I, in the I, league. I saw that, and, uh, and to take he him, made T-shirts and to take, to take him out like that. Uh, um, and not play like it was tough like we we well, didn't have uh, a lot of depth and yeah it was a tough injury when he started to come back then he hurt his meniscus uh at Creighton we were training down there and it was uh yeah so he had he had Ethan had a, a tough 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 year and he's an awesome person and awesome player and I uh I mean but he's but he's so funny so sometimes I I mean he's a he's a funny funny he's part of the funniest I mean, guy on our team Greg's that, probably the savviest Ethan's part of the funniest that, guy that was one of my questions because uh, everybody we talked to last year all the players at had just said, Ethan's the one that's going to like prank you. He's going to like he, he's going to be pulling the jokes. Like funny guy. With with him being injured, how did that affect the locker room? I you know what in a uh, it's funny in a I you know I I think in a weird way it may have um, it, I'm not going to say it helped it but like did it sombered it, up. Uh, no, I think Ethan like I mean because he's always around uh, he's always around us. He's always uh Yeah, he was in a lot of it seemed well, like he was well, doing a lot of training. Well he's always around well, he's always around the you know, the training room more and uh, our practices more and things like like our sorry, like rehab ish like around the coaches more and because like, he's out and he's doing different stuff. So I you know, just personally like like just chit chat with him a little small talk, like he is so funny. And like, because he, he's, it's got this weird, like, like this cool jersey. You know, it's from obviously he's a Jersey he's from a guy. Place that doesn't exist, Central uh, Jersey. <laughs> yeah, Jersey. But he's also like, so he's got the, you know, that personality. But he's still, but he's pretty like 
dry, pretty like witty, pretty fun. Like, yeah. So no, I mean it never. It always sucks when guys get hurt. I feel terrible for them, and um, yeah, it was bad. And I've had that injury before, and it's it's not great, and it sucks being out. And especially when you're not confident when you're trying to come back, and it just it, it never got right for him. And sometimes that that happens. And he's had injuries before in the past, but it just shows you the season before that. You know, he was you know, perfectly. He yeah. had a great great season, healthy, and it's just. And that's why I mean, I think. Guys don't, and I think Evan realized that when he was out, like, man, this sucks being out. I'm not going to take this for granted it's when I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't, you know, you, you can't. And that's why I, that's why our guys know. Like, I always tell them, like, celebrate your wins because you never know when you're getting another one. Like, every time we'd win a game, like, oh, we got to go celebrate. We got to, like, what do you mean? Like, well, you, we may lose 10 straight games. Like, you just never know. And so, like, I, I don't, I, injuries are the same way for me. It's like when a player, yeah, it, injuries suck. And so, like, you, when you are playing every day and you're healthy and you're 100%, like, you can't take that for granted. Like, you got to know because injuries are part of the game. And so, yeah, Ethan had a tough year, and I know he'll bounce back. Well, I, uh, one of my favorite moments was, like, on one of somebody's Instagram feed, maybe it was the team's, you could like see him thank you like in the locker room after the game and I was like that's like a, that's like a real nice moment like <laughs> yeah, yeah just to like see the appreciation that you know like the guys have right like yeah no he's he's amazing he's uh he was a big part of uh you know talking about culture and talking about our success I mean it was yeah we won the championship this year and trophy but we didn't get to play it last you know the first year I think we would have won it that year but I think yes. saying that it's like a lot of stuff from year one was in the year two and Ethan just because he didn't help us you know on the field in year two uh like he did in year one he was still a big part of our team and a big part of our culture and I and I make I think guys appreciate that that they know that and I try to tell guys that maybe that don't play at all or don't play a minute. You guys are always important as the guy that, you know, scores goals or the guy that stops goals. Like everyone is just as important. I think guys obviously uh, respect that because some maybe coaches aren't like that and you have to manage that. And But I truly do. I, I do. It is. We wouldn't be there without, like if we didn't have, you know, Yoskar, we didn't have Jaime, we didn't have those guys in training and we didn't have those guys. I, you can't, you don't know if you're going to have that success. And so everyone is important as the, the first guy, as the, you know, the guy that's not playing. And yeah, he's, Ethan was a big part of our success in the last couple of years. Huge part. Nice. Well, let's talk about a non-successful thing because okay. again, it all worked out. Not, not sure I like that. Where this is going, all right. Well, we lost three games? We lost, well, we, we lost five games. Two of them were to Madison. Okay. What's up with that? <laughs> we didn't lose that second one. Thunder. Yeah, we already won that game. Right? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys yeah. were uh, mad about that. Uh, we were up one zero. That was a that was a crazy game. Off a Dalton goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, he, guys give him crap about that because like he's like I scored. He's like no, nah, you didn't score. It's like, hey, just show me. Just show me where it says you scored. I'm happy. To- yeah. But you know what? That's just funny. I had to look all this up. Uh, cards count. So if you, if, you were to, if you were to get thrown out that game, you'd have to sit out the next game. You don't get a free red card. But the goals, somehow the goal, like Dalton, like, could, have, Dalton could have scored that goal, got thrown out later, and he would have never had the goal, but he would have had the red card for that game. Okay, that, that's something we got to revisit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It's like so Sam Kerr's car, I had to look up yellow card. Yes. Yeah, I had to look up to make sure yellow cards. I think yellow, and every league is, I think leagues are different. But, yeah, cards, uh, if you were to get sent off that game in a game that's, uh, that game, we would he would have had to sit out. So, it was kind of uh, that was a that was a weird one, but yeah, Madison. Uh, every team's good. Every team's good in our league, and every team is uh, uh, and it's hard to play against. And I mean, every game is. I want to say every game's close, but then it's we won unless six, it's the playoffs. Yeah, unless we're it's the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very, very good. Yes. 
So uh, you just never know. Every every uh, every game's different. Every team's different. Every matchup, and you got midweek stuff. You got full week stuff. You have, I mean, yeah. a, I, every game is different. So it's hard to say. Oh, what's up? You know, we lost to this team a couple times. It's just you just never know. Yeah. Well, it's probably because we we revved them up on the podcast by talking about them. So sorry I heard about that. that. But... I, that wasn't me. No, I know. I was it was Ryan and I. I'm a, Ryan. Ryan says he's already apologized. So <laughs> I, I'm apologizing now. Yeah, Didn't mean to do the team harm. I don't know anything about that, but I just it was I just uh, yeah, it was disrespectful for what those guys uh, what that kid did and what the coach did and uh, yeah I just I didn't enjoy that. Yeah, I, I, I yeah will, neither did I. I will say it. They they beat us on two games out of five. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. That's not that's not bad, and they still had more jerseys than wins. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Fair is that enough. Tr- is that true? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, that is – especially if you count uh, the reversible as two jerseys. Yeah. More kits than wins. Where, where they reversed the jersey at an away game. Oh, that, that, oh yeah. At they halftime. did it at Greenville. Yeah, at Greenville. I watched that game. Yeah. yeah you know like what? Cards, cards count. Yeah. In games that don't. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't get, I didn't think you could do that. But no, no, I, I, like, I, I'm not sure anybody knew you could do that, and they probably got fined for it, but they probably made and it didn't off. They, weren't they, was that the game they were up 2-0 at halftime, and then they they tied 2-2, and Greenville scored I think two so, yeah. goals? That yeah. Was a, maybe they should have kept, yeah. The, yeah. kept yeah. The, the first I, one. I, I know you're all about uh, keeping keeping things uh, the same if you're, if you're on a good track. Oh, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely that guy. Same hotel, I, I, same, I same noticed, meals. I noticed uh, same sweater both games at uh, oh, yeah. the playoffs. Ten, I mean, I can't mess with that, right? <laughs> let, let, let me say this. Let me say this. I wore uh, I wore a shirt for the first time to the Tucson game. You better believe I watched that shirt. We're <laughs> back to the final. Hey, it's hey, not, it's not, just, not just coaches. I wore yeah, basically it's, all the same it's, stuff. It's, it's fans, coaches, everything. Uh, Absolutely. I'm, I'm you, for sure like that. You have seen my game day attire. Yeah? It does not change. Yeah, okay. no, no. You can be that guy, the, the, the only time it changes is when we lose. And I forgot to actually update my game day attire. <laughs> it's funny. We have a socks thing going on in the... With the with the coaches, uh, Wes uh, it has this socks thing going on in like certain games. If we lost or tied, we had to change socks, and we had to, we had to like it took forever to get the right combination of like what socks to wear, coaches socks, what coaches socks to wear in training, which one to wear in the games, and like it took us like three four weeks to get it, and we finally got the, got it down. We're like, okay, here's what we wear for training on this day, here's what we wear on games, and it was these camouflage socks. And it was amazing. We had to throw one pair away. We threw a pair. As soon as we threw one pair away of these blue ones, and we had the camouflage ones, we went on a tear. And uh, <laughs> it's like, it was like Justin, Wes, myself, and like Danny and Bobby were in it. But I don't think they were. They just kind of did what they were told. Of like, okay, we need to wear. But like Justin and myself and uh, and Wes were like very, very like particular about. Wait a minute, did you get to? It was, yeah. was one of us. Hey, let me see your socks. Like it is. And it was uh, it was these camouflage Nike socks because like everything else, we couldn't get stuff in. Yeah. Like we had no like socks and so we I, I think went to Kohl's and went shopping and uh, we found some like yeah different types of uh, these kind of like cool different socks for the coaches and uh, we it took us a while but he got the right mix and it was like this was awesome so yeah we had a we had a we don't Madison had Mad, Mad, the jersey game and we had the sock game going there we go uh, you, you did Shows bring up works better. you did bring up West Senior yeah when are we getting the hero of the pandemic Wesley Mims 
to uh, come intern for the club. Well, is, he's the hero of the pandemic. Oh, he was a... Uh, yeah, yeah, first weeks of the pandemic, crushing it on Rocket League. <laughs> oh, my God. So the, the, oh, my God, yeah. He, he came, uh, so Wes brought his son, uh, Wesley, came to um, um, which game? Oh, the final. So, yeah, he was here. So he came for two games this year. I mean, he's, he's crushed why, it. Why was he, he not up on the podium? Hey, he has our first Union Omaha <laughs> championship, yeah. right? Yeah. Or win. Exactly. So he didn't get the championship, but, yeah, he had yeah. the first win. And then he, uh, he came for the Tucson regular season game. Uh, at home, which we won 1-0 on a Greg Hurst header. I think uh, Sosa uh, crossed it in. And then he came for the final. And so he's 2-0, and and then, yeah, he won with this. But you should have uh, been up on the podium. Uh, you know, he, he was on the field. <laughs> he got him on the field. But, I, yeah, Rocket League, gosh, uh, that's right. That feels like five years ago. That was, uh, it, yeah. it does. It was, uh, I mean, yeah. I've aged at least 10 in the past, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, put us, uh, he put us on the national stage. He was killing it. He was killing yeah. guys. Yeah, uh, between no, was, biology and <laughs> yeah, I, I knew. Yeah, he's a, a crazy student. Uh, I knew he was like real. I knew he was pretty good at video games, but like that even like pushed me back when he was like doing like just yeah, tri- yeah. when he was doing like tricks and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, you're just messing with these guys. Like, well, you were like, my nephew's pretty good. I'm yeah. like, okay, Jay, sure, okay, just say you know whatever. I'm happy to run this one down for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I learned a little bit more, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> It's almost as good as the but, pro. But the guy in the final, the guy, he, I mean, that pro I think that was Tucson, him. right? That was yeah, awesome, like he was, it? yeah, yeah, he was like a real, Oh yeah. like, like people knew him. Yeah. I think I asked, yeah, he I had think a sponsor. I asked Wesley about it, and he was like, yeah, I know the guy. Like, everybody knows him. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Yeah, he had a sponsor. That was, uh, yeah, he got crushed. So that was, uh, that was funny. Yeah. Um... What was, what was sort of, uh, like, what will you remember most about this season? Championship aside, right? Like... Any any great moments we haven't talked about, like moments um, when everything came together. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of moments. Uh, let me think. I mean, the, the the whole trophy thing is cool. You know, just having the having the trophy around the field, and you know, having the showing it to the fans, and, and being on there, and winning and winning it. I mean, winning it on your home field. It doesn't happen for everybody. I mean, MLS uh, now does that. They didn't used to do. Yeah. that. They used to have neutral sites. I mean, you guys. In 2010, I waited uh, for like an hour for the team to get back with the cup. Yeah. Yeah, when the Masses won. Yeah. And so it's kind of. Uh, this was better. Yeah, by the way. It's, it's <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, that was uh, was that Dallas Colorado. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it was... I think, Guy tore his ACL scoring the game-winning goal. Did he really? Yeah, Kanji did, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I'll remember definitely that just winning at home, um, That's that's a that doesn't get to happen often. So that's pretty cool, winning the trophy on your home field in front of your home fans. That's really cool because, I mean, you saw, you know, Tampa Bay. You saw, you know, other teams, New England. You saw teams, like, like teams lose and have a great regular season lose. I mean, we had a great regular season yeah. and we capped it off. It's hard to do. It has MLS, it's not going to happen. The USL Championship, it's not going to happen. So, I mean, it, it's hard to do. So, I, I, I'll remember, you know, winning the regular season that moment. That was the Richmond game. When that free kick uh, oh my went in. Like, that was that was a big moment for me. And I told, it's funny, like, we, I told Bobby and I told Danny, get the set pieces ready for, uh, you know, and, and get, uh, I think it was Blake and Amir, get those guys ready. We're, we're making that we're going to, um, you know, five in the back, we're, we're going to lock it up. And what do you mean? We're, Toby's scoring this. Right? And everybody knew because he scores those all the time. We just, but we don't, what we, people don't know is we, don't, we never get free kicks around the goal. Like we, we, never. Really, we really, Wait, we got maybe three or four all year. We never, we never get them around there. And I've even told guys, like, guys, you got to be brave. Show the ball to the defender. Like, turn you know on who them. did a great job of that? John Murphy Jr.? 
in Texas. Uh, yes. He did a fantastic yes. textbook job it, it, of winning. Drawing your a foul. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, uh, yeah, it was two games in a row. Uh, drawing a foul like yeah. that because Evan got killed. It was a foul for sure. Like, it was Evan that kind of the guy brought him down. But we never get him. And so, but we knew in practice Toby hits him all the time in practice and like it's funny guys fight over him but it's like no one can get like they called uh who can get in this club or whatever club it was and like you know greg would try it and Devin, and like we had some guys that can take him but like Tommy, but like toby everyone knew on our team like if we get one like toby's getting it and making it and so when we got it like at that moment it was like and not even I that's real, when you make I, a sub just have toby well, take it uh, <laughs> well yeah i mean we knew it was going in it's like but i didn't realize until that game was such a fast paced game that was one of the yeah. best pro, that was one of the best games to me, the best pro games all year. Like, I literally didn't know. I mean, I knew it was getting late in the game, but I didn't know it was that late. Like, I literally looked at the yeah. clock. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, this is it. Like, it, this is. We're, it didn't feel it, like it was. Was like, the clock still up? Uh, that's a yeah. good question. <laughs> no, no, it was like looked 85 and 88 for those goals. Yeah. And like, I gotta say, that's probably my highlight of the season because there was no doubt in the championship game. Like, we yeah. got the first goal in like the first 10 minutes when we've been just like. I'm glad you were that situations. confident. <laughs> well, once once we get the second one, okay. right, it was like, all right, all right, all right. And then, like, then the second. Anyway, like, the drama in that championship yeah. game was nothing compared to the drama we had, in that Richmond game. Because think about it. We had to, if we didn't win that, and it, it, we, we didn't win the league, and we have to go to Dallas like, oh to, gosh, to win the yeah, league. Like, yeah. we, we, you know, we shipped to bed the, you know, the, the game before that. And, it, and it's like, yeah. this was, and our guys, said it, and our guys, yeah, and our, and our guys had the right mentality. And it's like, and I felt bad because it was tied, but like, we were good that game. Like, we were, yeah. we were on the front foot. We were going, going, going. That was our team. That was us. And we didn't look like ourselves against Madison the game before that. And we looked like ourselves. And then we get that free kick. So that, that I'll remember that because that clinched the league. Um, Dallas was just fun because it was a, a meaningless game. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. It, it was a Halloween it, game. It, it, it was, was fun it's for just, the It's just, yeah, it's just like, that's kind of cool. Like, I mean, all the other drama that was happening that last week, and like, thank God we didn't have to play a game the last game of the year oh to gosh, like no. last year, like you know, yeah. the year before that. Yeah, yeah, that was, so that, you know, but I, was I, I think there were a lot of moments this year. I think yeah, you mentioned the Chattanooga atmosphere was 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 yeah, that was that was you know, anytime you get, even though you, you know you have opponents like you you want great atmospheres and you want things like that. The, the game on TV versus Greenville. I mean, there were some cool things, but I mean, I think anything I'll tell you will probably be involved in us winning in some capacity of something. Um, we did plenty of it. Um, yeah, I mean, the Boston. I mean, that seems like a while ago, but like, it's you know, we have obviously a lot of, a lot of cool, unique cities in our. Uh, I mean, it felt like we were in Tucson like five times this year. I think we were only there twice, but like, we went there like pretty close to like I think the trip. It was like, man, we're going back here again, and like. <laughs> And then, and then yeah, had, you we had the storm, and it was a crazy there. rain, and like we did preseason in Phoenix, yeah. So yeah. It, just, it felt like man, we're going back here again. Like we had the, it was a crazy storm. We didn't know if we we're gonna be able to play the field, uh, play on the field because of the the water they had. They had a monsoon, yeah. And it was uh, so that was the guys remember that. Well, then you played Canadians in Arizona. That was uh, that was that's what it felt like forever. <laughs> yeah, day. no, and I remember yeah. I remember that day very well. That was uh, a lot of stuff that happened with the team. Yeah. It was distracting me from interview prep, <laughs> and I got done with this interview. And I'm like, All right, I think I'm gonna get this job, and then went out that night, watched the game, and like, yeah, yeah. So that one memorable for me for my own reasons, but like. Yeah. Even though we even though we drew one one. Last practice was cool. Dalton's goal. That was, was uh, Dalton scored that one. <laughs> the, our last practice was a cool moment because like you don't really get to have that all the time as far as in Celebron. You, you knew like this was our last practice. Like you don't only two teams kind of get that, and it was like man, this is it. So on the Friday before we were at the center, and it was like this is it, guys. And like it literally, like I was a little worried because it went way too long. 
like this guy's coming and saying, no, no, but, no, no, but this, no, no, but look, but five more minutes, oh, ten more minutes, like, it literally felt like little kids, like, and because usually our day, I'm pretty, guys will tell you, I'm pretty, like, structured, I'm like, this is it, and this is how long, and this is how long it is, and it's usually like 45 minutes a day before the game, and our practice went like an hour and 20, hour and 25 minutes, and I'm like, thinking, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm Bobby's nose, like, I'm a, I'm a wreck, I'm like, pacing, and he's looking at me, because I'm like, Bobby, he's like, oh, we're almost done, Jerry, we're almost done, I'm like, I'm pacing, I'm pacing, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, but I don't want to bring negative vibes, and think, oh, this is, this is, we're, we're going to lose because we practice long, I'm like, you know what, and I finally just said, what am I doing, like, I got to enjoy this, like, this is literally our last ever practice with this special group, and so I'll remember that because it was like we literally stayed out there an hour and a half and it was just it was just cool and guys afterwards like you know we kind of i told them this was it and it was kind of surreal for the guys they were like man this is uh this is kind of it and, uh, and then the game is the game right and so i remember that moment there's uh, i mean probably a lot of moments in the season i mean covid obviously was still happening so god taking those damn tests every week and doing that stuff and that's that's just i mean you, you get used to it but it's like you don't get used to it and so those things um there's just a lot that, you know, all the injuries that we had, like you mentioned, and all the, you know, the drama we had, um, you know, off the field. We just, it was, a, it was a lot that I remember, but I think the, the coolest part for me is just seeing the guys just happy, like, and smiling. Because, like, yeah, they don't, I mean, this is, uh, they're young, and this is, a, you know, a, a big step in their lives. And for them to get to win, like, so many people go their whole careers without winning a trophy. Oh, yeah. And, like, and well, it's not because they're bad like players. Poncho, right? Like, goes oh. out scoring a goal in a semifinal. And just like yeah. steps right into the rest of his life, right? That was, like that was a cool moment for me. You know, yeah. Austin called me and said, "You know what, Jay? Thank you so much. And like, this is this is it. I, you know, I, I found it. You know, got a great job. And like, this is so cool. Like, I couldn't have done it a better way. Like, thank you. And it's like that's that's what it's about. That's a special moment for a guy to be here two years. And like, yeah, Ponch is amazing. He scored a uh, big goal for us the year before. And he scored. I he mean, didn't seem to score anything but big goals, actually, because <laughs> like. Uh, whenever we had that like ridiculous scoring drought, yeah, was, we broke it like a game he was in both years. Yeah, so yeah, he scored the goal, Rashid to him. Yeah, Evan flicked it, of course. And uh, yeah, but so yeah, that's that's a cool moment, Austin. You know, just just seeing the guys' faces and seeing them move on. Like I just, you know, winning doesn't always, you know, it shouldn't like you know dictate, you know, guys. Uh, you know feelings and just emotions and things like that but when you do win you like, play it's, it's, games it's it's cool <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. it's just really cool the guy to see the guys like that's it like and like that's it we won yeah it's like, yeah, yeah we did, it. We, we, did don't, it. we don't play next week like no that's it like, <laughs> right that's it and then but that's the that's that's the cool part for me is like that you see that and like you can't ever take that away from the guys well and it's like know, i feel like it's gonna be on all their transfer market pages forever <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's important to realize since the inception of this club one of the things you've always touted is Omaha's Metro as a selling point. If you can get somebody to come here, spend a weekend, and see what's here, I got some questions about then, you know, it, it's not middle of nowhere anymore. Yeah, it, most, of these and, guys, most of these guys weren't obviously not from here and hadn't been here. And, and that's... Uh, is it a recruiting advantage that like a bunch of guys met local girls? <laughs> is that something you, is that that, something that you that sell hurts. on to? Uh, <laughs> that ever hurts, right? Like, let me tell you, these six guys that are dating local women. Well, yeah, at least, at least one is engaged. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably already married by this point. Yeah, I don't think that ever hurts. They, yeah, the guys have done all right for themselves down here. And, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. And, that, and that's for me. It's like, yeah, besides winning, that's the obvious one. But for me, I've always had kind of two. Two goals um, for you know when I you know I talked about a vision and objectives and things like that and 
well, you know, two of my you know biggest uh, goals were one, I want to help players develop. I want to so they can get to a, a, the Check. next level Check. and really help them get better and really accomplish what they want to accomplish their goals and really help them. And then two, I want to have guys, young professionals, basically when it's time for their um, you know time to be up, whether that's coach telling their times up, whether it's their bo- their own bodies telling times up. When it's time to say, okay, I'm I'm done playing, you know, soccer. I want to move on to you know my next life and have that I would love for them to basically call Omaha home and a guy that's never been here and say you know what now he has a family here he has a job here and over you know five ten years fifteen years we have maybe 20 25 people that have never been to Omaha before and then now they're living here they're working in our economy they're having a family here and that's cool we already have we have one guy now that is you know starting to do that and so that's a that's a goal for me too is helping these guys out in their lives I mean because they're not going to play soccer forever and some of these guys you know need to start looking at you know, phase two, and it's hard sometimes. I was there. I mean, it, it, it's hard to um, to look at that side of your in, of your life. Of like, man, like eventually I'm going to be done. Like, what am I going to do? And some of these guys don't have a lot of job experience because they've been chasing their dream and playing the, what they love their whole life. And so I think it's cool for me to really, in that regard, to help them network and to really land the spot. You know, there's so many good companies there in Omaha, but um, to see that, that's great. I think that's really cool. I think that's. I think we hopefully will have. Uh, yeah, a lot of people that, you know, 10 years from now that have never been here, but now be, they're here because they were playing for you in Omaha and they realized how cool the place Omaha was and they wanted to live here. All right, two more questions. This one, throwing it back to uh, a question Pierce loved to ask during 2020 season. Where do you see Union Omaha in five years? Union Omaha in five years. Um <laughs> Gosh, I got to figure out where we're at tomorrow. <laughs> We'd like to know that too. Well, just I for guess what it's worth not not necessarily where you see that, but where would you like to see it at? Um, you, you know what? Just uh, keep on doing what we're doing. I'd like to see Union Omaha is you know uh, it's still a, a a basically using soccer as a uh, as a vehicle for for. Uh, you know, good things, and that means inclusion. That means diversity. That means we talked about it. You know, young young professionals end up staying here. Um, I think for fans, for for everyone, just having a really really neat. Um, yeah, just I mean, keep on doing what we're doing. If you know, facility wise, sure. I mean, one day we'd love to have our own place and uh, call it our own home. And um, you know that would be you know that would be amazing. And then you know to keep on growing the fan base. You saw it like we talked about earlier in the podcast, like how cool would that be? Just that that energy and the amount of people that we had for the champ- oh oh we're good we're fine we're the okay the energy that we have for that championship game the amount of people if we can bottle it up in every single game and then even grow on that I mean that was that was awesome that was loud that was cool now imagine you know those six thousand people in a soccer specific stadium and closer to the field and every single game like that not just the championship that would be cool uh, that would be really really neat but it's but it's still about the players it's still about um, you know the the people and, and and the fans like of, of making change like we I think soccer is such a cool sport because literally everyone in the world plays it and so you see every different background on the team and to have that all on one team and then have the city embrace it like they have I think just as long as we can keep on as long as we can keep on doing that as long as we can keep on you know growing 
I'll be, that's where I see, you know, I'm on five years. Just keep on going because we've seen what we went from year one and year two, and that doesn't mean just winning. We saw the attendance increase, the, you know, the team was better. We saw the more fans that we got, the parliament grew, like everything grew. And in five years from now, we can just, yeah, if it grows like the way it did from year one to year two, I think everybody will be really, really happy. Love it. Well, just one last question. Okay. Who gives a hoot? <laughs> Hopefully everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we do. <laughs>